0: Welcome to More Than Hashtags, practical social media podcasts. We talk about what's working, what's trending, what's next, and every once in a while some real application. I am Adam Lidecker, social media practitioner, and Vincent's good friend.
1: That's right. That's right. And ladies and gentlemen, I'd like you to meet Adam Lidecker and and also me. Uh, I I guess I'm still the president of Social Media Club Phoenix. (laughs) And, and CMO at Brandish.
0: A lot of things happening in the world of the socials.
1: Even just today.
0: <laughs> even just well, today. Or even
1: just Wednesday, we should say, because this is going to plop on Thursday. So, the first thing that we want to talk about is the question that has existed. Honestly, for me, it exists every quarter when they announce their quarterly numbers and every quarter there's growth on Facebook Mm -hmm. and every quarter we have to listen to, um, oh yeah, Facebook, it's up 1.6 billion accounts, 1.8 billion users. Facebook just crossed 2 billion users and no, no one, no one ever, ever says how many of those are fake? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's not like people don't know, but, but it just, that topic doesn't come up.
0: So the article was, they had X number of more users than the census could identify. Well, so
1: there was two things. There was that, right? So it was that big piece, uh, 25 million more, more than the census. Right. But then this other article came out that said, and this is from late today. Um, Facebook says this is the headline. Facebook says fake accounts and not all 25 million, but Facebook (laughs) says fake accounts linked to Russia bought thousands of ads during the U S election.
0: Oh, good times.
1: (laughs) And now granted, if you, you know, read the article, hopefully you read the article and we can, we can post these and tweet them out and everything. Organized
0: Um, actors. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The, uh, Let me find the little spot
0: here. Um, It says right here. I mean, it doesn't say like tons, but it says, uh, 3000 ads connected to nearly 500 fake accounts. That's actually is a lot because we've run ads extensively to sign in and out. Um, and I actually do have two accounts. Um, but I don't think there's 25 million of us that have two accounts.
1: No, but here's the thing they did. They said, so this is all according to Facebook. All right. Keep in mind too that Facebook earlier, when they did a Mm self-inspection, claimed that none of this, they found no evidence of this. And now they're coming out and saying, to quote, the social network discovered roughly $100,000 in ad buys between June 2015 and May 2017, so a two-year period, associated with roughly 3,000 ads and connected to nearly 500 affiliated fake accounts. So if you do the math, it's it's actually not, it's not like on the level that if someone told you this story, you would think, oh my God,
0: mm-hmm. millions, right? Just they're just the saying, title, yeah.
1: they're saying a in ad buys. Now, given the targeting for Facebook,
0: I was going to say, you and I both know yeah. that yeah. this could be ridiculously uh, damaging because of it's the influential. Target. Yeah. It, of the targeting. Absolutely.
1: I mean, if, I didn't do the math yet, but two years, 24 months, hundred thousand in ad buys it's a
0: trip campaign. <laughs> right. I mean,
1: that's, it's, it's actually not money wise. It's not a lot. What right. is it five, roughly 5,000 a month? Is
0: that right? But then Four. divided up between 500 accounts to, to hide it. Right. Uh, so the, they figured out with IP addresses or, um, you know, basically people in a room in the terminals or yeah, I don't know. That's,
1: and, and keep in mind, between june 2015 and may 2017 so um (laughs) that covers the pre-campaign uh of of anybody Mm -hmm. like right about the time the campaigns for president probably were starting right june 2015 a year and a few months before the election um and May 2017 which was 2 months ago.
0: Well, and really like okay, so Twitter, we know
1: we know there's For the election
0: there was 500,000 fake Twitter bots,
1: which even that number I question, I bet it was more.
0: According to Twitter twitteraudit.com as of right now, as of 9 hours ago, last time they did an update um, 55% of POTUS is, well, actually the not hit the POTUS account His
1: his account. The original 45,
0: 45 is real account. Uh, 55% are real. So that's not good. 20 million <laughs> are real. 16 million are fake. Yeah. Uh, that's
1: not a good number just by the way. And I'll, I'll say this too. Okay. Hillary, well, Hillary, Hillary Clinton's was,
0: was not good either. Yeah. I didn't check that recently, but you're right. I mean, everybody has a, um, you, you never know. Like somebody could set, set somebody up. You got we could buy fake Twitter followers for any, any of our friends if we wanted to. Um, not a good strategy, by the way. If you're looking for growth, don't do it. <laughs> um, but if you're looking at that, he has 16 million fake on Twitter. 25 million on Facebook is not – it that it makes a lot of sense. I don't know if you've noticed, but as of late, um, my wife even said that we get like a friend request she's like, Who's this? Oh, and, uh, obviously, yeah. if you see uh, a man's name with a woman's body um it's scantily clad um yeah it's I get
1: one or two of those daily and now, I go to the, now i, do, I go yeah. i go to the profile and it's like there's zero posts or there's what one it, post. yeah 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 and and it's it's like some girl in in yeah scantily clad a bikini or something and and it's it's just obviously a fake account.
0: Yeah, so I'm not really sure the play because I know you can like you can you, you, there's fishing that can go on. You can get in. Um. Oh,
1: I think this was directly this was directly the whole um, quote unquote fake news mm-hmm. sending you know advertising to specific groups and and I I think they even said it too. Um, the vast majority of ads related to the fake Russian accounts didn't target a political candidate and instead focused on amplifying device divisive social and political message messages across the ideological spectrum. Hmm. So it was a targeted, it was targeted campaigns at people, um, potential voters in very specific areas who they determined because this is the only way I can think it, it doesn't take very many people with information to get spread because if, if you send it to the right people, right. the right accounts,
0: the, your um, your paranoid uncle who shares it not your uncle and everybody was sharing everybody stuff. has a paranoid uncle that shares this crazy memes all over the place yep. and, they and, and if they're it
1: sharing all. it to their network of people that think the same as they do then those people are probably going to share it to their network I mean it's look all this to me this just not to get political with this even though this is political um, this is
0: the world we live in now. Yeah, this, this was... Most of the world goes to Facebook for their news. That's just a fact. This is
1: just confirming it. Facebook's finally confirming it Where before they would not and did not. Um, we knew this happened. I can tell you, I, I swear to you, me and Adam talked about this mm-hmm. with, between Twitter and Facebook. We talked about it with other, other colleagues, other people that work in the industry. Um, uh, you name it. Like This was not... Even while it was going on, we knew we all knew there was something if you work in this industry you knew there was something weird because you could tell by the websites you could tell right. if, like if you knew what to look for you could totally tell and we probably didn't get the advertising <laughs> we wouldn't right. be the ones that would get the ads
0: we were not in those states or so we weren't uh what you could target if you guys didn't know anything about ads i mean you could target to the blue, anything the, yeah. the cows come home or um,
1: certain specific demographics
0: or if they got a list of emails and created or a list of
1: life. emails or, or um, people that visited certain websites. Sure. Um, so good. that would help explain the, all the fake news websites because if someone went to that, they would get potentially targeted with an ad depending on how long they stayed there, the actions they took on the website. Like there's all kinds of stuff. So now
0: anyway. what's interesting <laughs> with the, getting friendly requests on a daily basis now yeah. Which it seems like it's ramping up on specifically on my Facebook page. I know all those people, uh, very few. I mean, some in the industry our industry that we communicate with so often I'll follow them for the large majority of those people. Um, I have met or I know their friends. So yeah, I mean, it must just be going down people's uh, public accounts going down friend lists or typing actually a few actually I never got requests until I made a few of my posts public. Hmm. So maybe,
1: and I make, I mean, I've just really almost every post of mine I make
0: public, but if you use their public search, you can get that. But that makes me think like something else is going on. If this is like ramping up in my opinion, um, which, and one of the things I was going to mention is, um, the new feature to watch uh, original content on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of gets in the way because I have actually started to, to go through, watch the videos and, and watch some of the series. Um, they seem, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, just on the bottom of your, of your, your app, You little,
1: probably have it by now.
0: Yeah. A T, a TV play button. And there are a ton of original shows in there. And some you've probably seen before. And uh, it looks like just specifically all developed for Facebook watch. Um, it has changed my interaction because I, you know, I used to, when someone shared a video and it automatically played another one and another one and another one, um, I'd watch those for, for a night hours. So now I'm going, but is this,
1: does does this work that way? Because I, I've, I've sparsely tried this since I got it the other day and like, I, I, does it play? success it plus it's longer it shows like when you're yes. the thing you're talking about is is like minute-long videos
0: well was, some of these you see it that. says like five minutes four minutes some of these are longer yeah some of these are it says right here under 10 minutes so i was watching like the 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 nas daily one and it started the next one started the next one now in the top ones the spotlights or the features it starts the next one in that series they're they're assuming um the reason i bring this up now in the conversation is because Now you're in an entertainment app like net like Netflix, but you have a feed of truthiness and fake accounts coming at you at the same time. Uh, I don't want to live in that kind of a dichotomy. So like that's a problem for on product side for Facebook. So there's a product team, a video team, a news team, um, it, it doesn't create a, a super great experience, especially they're going to have to figure that out. I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated because notifications while you're watching you, they want, they, they did the videos cause they want people in the app more, which potentially is really good for brands. Um, cause people are in the app more potentially, but then also we'll see.
1: We'll yeah, see because
0: grand experiment, I,
1: you and I talked about this, a couple episodes ago when they announced Facebook watch. Um, I I don't know if I, if I said this before, but I, I, I think we touched on it about them. Facebook, they're going to need to acquire high profile content, mm-hmm. high profile people um, exclusive to Facebook in terms of when I say exclusive, I don't mean totally all they ever do is anything on Facebook, but exclusive in terms of not YouTube, not Snapchat, not like they on social networks, they can only do Facebook content, Facebook video. I don't know how they get around that because some people they collaborate and things, but I, I don't think that this Facebook watch, the content on there right now, I don't think is compelling enough. It just started. It just started, but I don't think it's compelling enough for people to like, really start putting time in and you and I are outliers we're we're not the norm you know we're test we're looking at it cuz it's new to we're the fomo like i'm not even fomo just we're early adopters we see something we're going to i mean i texted it to you when i got it the other day i'm like oh i got i finally got the watch like I, I don't know that the regular person is going to sit there and watch even a 5 minute episode of something
0: yeah. well, i think the difference is other than like recognizing micro and Trevor Noah, a lot of these people are brand new to me. I don't know them. Uh-huh. Like when you were telling me about YouTube Red and while you're watching these stars, you've, they've built their audience. You've gotten to know them. Uh, you know what Casey Neistat, you know that. And now I look at the screenshots and some of it looks very much like, um, visual clickbait.
1: <laughs> very much so.
0: Very much like a, um, you know, the Snapchat discover another that that's gotten better since the early days. Um, but yeah, I almost, um, enjoyed having a, and that maybe that's what your friends are watching or what, what your friends are recommending. I almost found more value out of, if, if someone shared something and then it auto played another one that was recommended. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like that more. Um, I mean,
1: they, they just—I'm in there right now, right? So they have, they have, uh, virtually dating.
0: I did watch that one. It was funny. Yeah. Because they put all the VR gear on, and so they, those
1: are the spotlight ones. That's in the spotlight. Yeah, ones. and but I think that,
0: it auto played for me. So
1: they ball in the family, like they're they're banking on Lonzo Ball, not Lonzo Ball, um, Lavar Ball, the dad of the. Hmm. Lonzo Ball, who's in the NBA, and has, then they have the two other kids, and and Lavar Ball is a very very polarizing, controversial person right now, um, and and he's getting, you know what, it's it's really annoying me because he's getting a lot of op- different opportunities. So this this show is original Facebook content. Yeah, it's not anywhere else. They're paying him to to do a little show documentary type, like Kardashian type show, keeping it, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians. It's like that type of a show. I I haven't watched it yet, but I can tell you that's what it is. I guarantee you. It's just a reality show about the family because everybody's either loves or hates the guy. And uh, so, so there's that, right. But I don't, I just don't think it's going to go anywhere really until, like Mike Rowe is a is a good example. Mike Rowe has a huge following, especially on Facebook. He does he's been using Facebook Live. He's like an example.
0: Yeah, and of, podcasting and all that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And specifically with Facebook Live though, he he's what he's done is I think he does it weekly. He's in his cabin in the woods on like every Sunday morning and he reads something like a, like he's written he writes these things, these like, right. almost like a blog post, but he reads it on Facebook live. He's sitting there in his robe and his coffee.
0: <laughs> I was going to say in his bathroom.
1: Yeah. It's totally like you're, you're, you're just chilling with him on a Sunday morning and that's the, the goal, the feeling of the, the live.
0: You know what I'm missing with this? Like, I think it would take off or I would use it. I know that like app bundling was in and then app unbundling. It was in, you know, you have, like with Instagram and a single focused app and then they launched, I guess my point is if I had this in, in my Roku as a channel, that might be good. You're going to watch them on TV. But I think I fundamentally have a problem with uh, how it interacts with notifications mm. and constantly pausing. Does it do
1: that when you like, test. like if I put it up on the big screen, well, I'm like actually Chromecast for, or or whatever.
0: Sure, but I'm actually looking for a standalone Facebook Watch app.
1: Which I, I did. Have they said that that's coming?
0: I haven't heard it, but I that's what I would want. I would want if people are already conditioned to open up the Hulu, the Netflix, HBO Go, um, they're not rolling that content back into a social network. Um, not saying they can't. I'm just saying, so maybe
1: maybe they've learned from. What there are 20 or so failed apps that were standalone apps that didn't succeed um, that for something like this, they need to introduce it to the audience in the app and then, and then move it out rather than the other way around.
0: Okay. So I just want to look, I wanted to test something. So I clicked into like fails of the week video from yesterday, uh, 30,000 views. My premise was, which isn't a lot, by the way yeah, my premise was is Facebook so large? it doesn't it's just gonna push just eyeballs and traffic now we don't know if that's over three seconds, but thirty thousand on that that's not that that's that's not that great. A lot of those fail videos i w- it would be served to me as a recommendation in a feed, twelve point five million twenty million.
1: It's also those types of videos and a lot of these types of videos, to be honest, that are on there now are like, they're trying to compete with YouTube. That's, this looks like a YouTube competitor right. now that we see it. Um, the demographic is off. It's not these
0: shows for the content. You're right.
1: You know, like some of those videos, like the fail adults. Eh? I mean, kind of not really, are, You
0: know, what? <laughs> it's kids. It's kids yeah, that are watching those. Hey, 23 and me, if you're listening, uh, you know, what would be good is 23 and me having an original, you know, family tree DNA story (laughs) for Facebook. It's still kind of like,
1: kind of like, um, I forgot his name, but is it, uh, he's a doctor, um, PBS
0: tracks down people or something.
1: No, no, no. They, it was, it was, uh, I think it might've been, they would use ancestry. Yeah. And, and he did, he would do like celebrities there. Um, Gates, Henry Gates, I'm just thinking, like, does that sound right? I don't know. It was on PBS, and then there was, there was like, a, like he did, like Ben Affleck, and unless this
0: is customized to us, which I don't think it is, I think they just rolled this out. Um, uh, anyways, um, yeah, not to get
1: too deep into watch, so any, so tying it back to the whole,
0: um, with, I mean, if the, if the ecosystem has, Facebook, yeah. yeah, if the ecosystem has a large percentage of fake users, now they're admitting not only just fake news, but paid sponsored fake news. Um, and
1: I got to tell you the, the other thing that bothers me real quick on that is initially they said they found no evidence of anything being wrong. Now they're saying this number. And I feel like, I feel like they're saying a number right to that's big enough. Where we're like, Oh God. And in reality, I bet it's. I bet it's way more.
0: Well, that's. I bet ty- it's way more. Uh, typically, that's how they trickle it out. Like, oh, we were hacked, and like. Well,
1: this isn't. It's not even that they were hacked.
0: I mean it's when just, people when people roll out email hacked email numbers. Yeah, yeah. the
1: real, oh, number.
0: the real yep. numbers way bigger. Yeah. Um. And yeah, if you're going to get away with spending a hundred thousand um, dollars, I've spent more than that on ad budgets for companies. Sure. If it's working, you. Over two years, you turn, I mean. You turn on the spigot. So this could easily add to zero. No no joke. You know? You know, I spent yep. two million two million for different companies across all ad platforms. There's no way like Oh, what it, what is what does works, Facebook
1: make what do they make in ads? In ad revenue. I mean that's that's why they're uh they're a hundred billion dollar, hundred twenty billion dollar company market cap or whatever yeah, it is. You're right, you know? there's
0: definitely more to the story because because we know that ad space and um, <laughs> and really you can only You're right. You could really only reach so many people with a hundred thousand dollars in ads over two years, divided by five hundred accounts. I Unless bet. they
1: were just nervous about getting caught, and and that's they did keep it to that amount. But I, I just highly doubt it. So hmm. anyway, uh, that's enough on that topic. <laughs> well,
0: <we're laughs> no, I'm thinking though, because once got, it, got. once it's promoted and shared, actually maybe a hundred thousand is enough.
1: Well, keep in mind, you know our buddy Dennis Yu. We we always talk about, he's always posting about that question of, well, how do you have, how do you have all this additional organic reach on an ad when you didn't, you only spent this much or you didn't spend any more money? And and it's like, well, because the paid produces more organic because if I serve an ad to you, Adam, and it does happen, you like the ad. Right. It's useful enough. That's
0: free. That's free. You share it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next. Well, the next story fascinates me. Obviously, um, the the unfortunate total destruction disaster of people's lives for the hurricane.
1: The most, re- Yeah, well, Harvey, and, because we've got another one coming.
0: And also, I've been using this uh, Snap Maps uh, to, to scroll in and check on the islands, to check on people preparing, not preparing. <laughs> um, so what we're talking about is Snapchat's map feature that rolled out a couple months ago. And it got a lot of flack for privacy issues, which weren't true. Um, We, we did a couple episodes on it that it it had a lot of potential. Uh, We talked about it from a business standpoint. Like if you're, there's a, there's a local race and you're a water company and you're the sponsor, you could actually produce all these really cool pieces of content and publish them publicly and show up on that events sponsor page with your branding and all that. And you don't have to have all the followers. So it's out there.
1: And in all fairness, you know, because we're not discriminating against Instagram by any means. Same thing. <laughs> Instagram stories, you can tag them with the location and, and accomplish this very similar, if not the same thing. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, a couple months ago, like, you and I were texting. Uh, there's a there's a horrific event, a bombing. Uh, there's a storm. Really anything that makes news.
1: The rally here in Phoenix downtown. Yeah. Man, I watched so much. There was so much stuff on snapchat from people that were there in the middle of it right um and even before that the reason why i looked at that was because of charlottesville yeah i i that the car coming down the street the first place i saw that was a few minutes after it happened on on snap Snap maps Maps. Yeah.
0: yeah so one thing that when like especially with the last hurricane i immediately go to snap maps you can just move the map, pinch and scroll. I mean, pinch and you can move the map around. And you can go into a location or Vincent's every once in a while. You're like, you're like type this in the search. So I type that in exactly if there's a location or an event. Um, sometimes people create those. It's changing. Um, I'm just going to call it citizen journalism. I mean, it's changing how it's- we, how we consume and get, I mean, even faster than Twitter. It, right and it
1: so it it can change things it can cuz cuz right now people aren't it's it's barely getting on people's radar i think
0: like well and i was thinking like you always see like the news will like pull clips off social i'm yep. not exactly sure how they'll get permission because it's anonymous you don't see the user so that's the only problem i see for journalism unless snapchat creates a tool in the back end i it's super valuable and I'm not exactly sure how people are getting off and getting credit.
1: Here's the stat too. Um, specifically for Harvey, um, snap. This is from Washington post. Uh, um, Kayla Epstein wrote an article about, about this. And the headline was thanks to Harvey. Snapchat's map feature went from being kind of creepy to really useful. (laughs) Um, and Kayla, I believe is in her Twitter bio. She lists herself as like being someone that snaps for the Washington Post. I I, I want to say that I've seen her in there, like just on their account, not in the Discover section because they I think they still have that, um, but they have their account. Right. Where they have reporters and and there's a few smart <laughs> smart newspapers uh, or news publications that are that are doing this, uh, where they're creating their account on Snapchat and sending reporters and letting them take over the account from wherever their bureau is, if they're in the London bureau or they're in New York or they're wherever. And like, if there's a story popping off, they have someone there that's got the account and they're, they're snapping from there and showing a live, like it's super powerful. Um, But from her article, she said that um, Snapchat saw higher submissions to the, our story stream designated specifically for Harvey Than for other natural disasters, it received 250,000 to 300,000 submissions in 86 hours, which is what, four days or so um, as Harvey approached and began to pummel Texas. So people were snapping.
0: Yeah. Obviously we didn't see that many. So I don't know how that's like what algorithm serves that, what you see. Um, but I was constantly going in to the, that region, going back and scrolling, um, pinching the screen, going in. Sometimes I type it in. Sometimes I actually you see the heat map and you go to a specific area. Yep. Um, I'm in there. Literally, that's one of my like my daily uses. I typically will look around Phoenix. I will look around, then go find events. Um,
1: yeah, for me too. It's vo- it's voyeuristic. Also, obviously, it's. It's, but that's what, look, that's what people
0: want to be, want to be there. Yeah. Um, and there's a little bit of disconnect with news. So, you know, so I'm also searching, um, you know, Instagram stories. I'm searching those locations on Instagram. Um, Twitter used to be my go-to, but like perhaps because of the bots. And when you're talking about one issue, it's overwhelmed. Um, it's not as, hasn't been as useful uh, except for live streams. Like during Charlottesville, I'd go get the live stream. I type in like the hashtag plus periscope and get the live streams from there.
1: You know what too, though, with Twitter is I will, I will see something like trending on Twitter and then I'll go look for it. Oh, on the map. So, so I'll use Twitter for discovery sometimes too. Um, but, the with the map it's um Shay Serrano on the Ringer he wrote this this article cuz he's from Houston right he's mm-hmm. a writer for the Ringer he and his or his his wife I don't think I don't know if he's from Houston I think he's from San Antonio but um the, his family's. he's got family in Houston he, his wife I think is in Houston um he, oh no he lives in Houston okay anyway he wrote about this and it, and one of the points that he made was about um, sh- he was not in the town. He was not in Houston and he was flying back and like his wife was texting him from Houston. being like, what should we do? Should we get out right before the storm? Like, should we evacuate? And, um, but what the part that he wrote about was about seeing like following it from 200 miles away. Wow. Or from following it from hundreds of miles away and he said, I'm going to, I have it up. Let's see. I haven't, I haven't seen the destruction with my eyes. I haven't felt the rain on my face or in my shoes. I haven't smelled the flood water, which has a very distinct smell. I can assure you all that. Um, I haven't, I haven't experienced any of that this time, but I also haven't not Mm -hmm. experienced it. So that, that was interesting to me because you are experiencing it, but it's it's like it's surreal. You know, it's if you're if you're if you're part of it, it's kinda like the way I related to it was with, with the Trump rally here in Phoenix because I wasn't in downtown Phoenix. Right. I was But uh, you know but you know those streets. Twenty miles away. I I that's I'm, i was down there today. Like I know exactly where they were. And I you, I used to work in the building
0: right and there. And your mind puts you there. It's neurological. I mean, I remember when you first told me you were first experimenting. You're like, I pinched in. I went to my hometown. <laughs> I'm like yep. walking down the streets. Um, that was what
1: I did. That was the first thing I did. I, yeah. I, I went in into my neighborhood almost. And I did I the same
0: thing except for my hometown. I was the first person to have Twitter by two years. <laughs> <laughs> so there wasn't very many snaps. Uh, <laughs> but I, I'm really interested to see how traditional media works. I'm interested to see how snapchat starts surfacing this um it has to have some either like some signals for ai or some editorial uh, and i did see if you noticed there was like some like mashups of unless people created themselves it was like three videos in one snap on the map
1: oh that so that's got to be snapchat I would that, right?
0: So yeah because it was like somebody reporting like three below uh, two below was different so, That's got to be Snapchat created.
1: They created that piece to put in there.
0: So I mean, that you want to know. You want to know because, unfortunately, a cable is this nonstop repeat for 48 hours, and they're not going to get it fast enough, and they're not going to get the right stuff fast enough, or the narrative changes. So I think at the heart of it, we want to, like, we're so desensitized. Uh, every time something big happens... We, we can, we can fathom a bus of like 18 people getting in an accident. We can fathom very small amount. One person getting hit by car for some reason neurologically. But when you see like a giant tsunami of a hundred thousand, we just can't fathom that. Or if you see like the largest flooding in history, you know?
1: Yeah. You have no idea.
0: So I think at a human level we want to connect. So when you see a snap story, one person's narrative, it helps us humanize it, um, deal with it mentally and connect. And I mean, that's what I'm excited about with the power of social media. Like when we get, when we got into like social, like meerkat and we got into like these one-on-one um, platforms, I think it really was about the human connection.
1: And that was the start of it. I mean, that was, you could, you could click on someone and you're there with them wherever they are. You're there with them now. And it, this this came, well, not came from, but reminded me, or still reminds me, I think they still have it. I just don't ever go in Periscope, but in Periscope, right. there's a map. like a, a globe. And you can go on, and it'll show you, like, the number five is over a city, like Phoenix right now. If you go over it, and there's, like, a number over the city of Phoenix, that's the number of live videos mm-hmm. that are live Periscopes that are happening. And you, you can tap it, and it'll show you little thumbnails of, of what they are. And this is... This is along those same lines just on a much deeper deeper level much more instantaneous and much more relevant obviously because it's it's all these whether it's an event um a tragedy or i mean whatever is going on in that moment at that spot in the world you're you're seeing it and i should say within the last 24 hours rather than that moment so a lot of it well it
0: it goes chronologically as far as like, um, like five hours up, then it goes like five hours to twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that. But do you remember like a couple of years ago the breaking news Twitter account? It was like that was the big thing. Um, oh well, uh, the hashtag, the or no an account. Oh, well, maybe even two thousand eight. Maybe there was like, it was like the first Twitter breaking news specific. Huh. They ended up selling to CNN for a lot of money where I'm going with this is I'm like thinking that there is in this space, I'm not sure if it's like where it lives on TV or an app. I think kind of like, like a guide for live content. Uh, I think there could be a, like a breaking live breaking news I mean, massive amounts of um, hu- human resources to do that. There but is no, an app, but no there different a- than a news station. Really? Right.
1: Right. well, so two things. One, there is an app that kind of sort of like crowdsource. Well, crowdsources, you, you download the app, you create your profile and it crowdsources um, like a news event. This media? Yeah. Like, well, so if I have my profile and something happens in Phoenix, like I, I didn't even look at it, but it's called Fresco is the name of the app. And like when the rally happened here in Phoenix, I didn't, I didn't even think to look at it, but they pay. they pay money. They pay like 50 bucks a video and if they use your video, right? So, so if you go and you take the video and you upload it to your, to that and they have it like geo, not fence, but like geo located so that you can go on and look at the map and see if there's any like
0: open gigs.
1: Yeah. Basically to get paid video for, um, you know,
0: think about your social media walls at your conferences. I really don't see there's, there's no reason why like Zoom couldn't spin out like a, are you listening? (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, they have heat maps.
0: Right. But why couldn't they, they already have it in installations and stuff. Why why couldn't you, uh, a company that has tools like that, you know, spin out a multimedia product. Um, I'm not sure where the interface would live on that, but anyways we're kind of spitballing but that's, <laughs> no but it's fascinating it's just fascinating where this right before our eyes where this is going and not only just to be like voyeuristic like you said like do you understand how many people were actually rescued because they tweeted because they, they tweeted their address and then the network amplified it yep um, Or someone
1: saw that saw like a snap
0: where they pushing it on snap map and like I'm I'm here get me out um so again, connecting, connecting.
1: It's not overstating it. It's not. We're not like that stuff happened. <laughs> that
0: stuff that it it happened. happened. Yeah. It's um, not. Uh,
1: it's not anecdotal. It's. It's.
0: People are missing how powerful this is. Um, so often, like in the worst of times, this is when technology should, you know, turn on, and come into action, and help. This is uh, activate. This yeah. is. Um, it's like almost like the safety check on Facebook yeah i feel like all these other social networks could have um, activations
1: yeah they all they told, like you know Snapchat they you could have a geo filter in that area that you could you could apply yeah and have it say i'm safe or i need help or something like i mean that's it's that's kind like, of it sounds trivial like are you going to snap and like take the time to make a
0: it's just another channel. Put a like, filter.
1: It's like, yeah, why not? I would. Why and not?
0: The, and there there's, and maybe people don't realize this. There's no cell phone grid. It just busy signals. So other, yeah. uh, others, other apps or texts, they get out. So, yep. uh, it's pretty cool. Um, hopefully it just passes right by the rest of those islands in Florida and just uh, goes out and just, all the all the hurricanes crash into each other and dissipate. <laughs> Crazy yeah. stuff. If you're in Florida, my friends, wish you all the best. And Hang today. in there. And and hey, take a road trip. It's just proper. Uh,
1: I don't property. know. I yeah, but in some cases too, the evacuation is not always the best idea because of other reasons. That's true. Who know Like, it's tough to know the right answer. You know, if if you didn't evacuate by now, you probably shouldn't evacuate.
0: Because then you're stuck. No, honesty, like. Well, you live there, so you... And there's basements we in a lot of the places, you, <laughs> you know. Show, your, your, your short stint in Florida and on your hurricane experience. Well, and
1: even living in New England, I, I there was a, the big hurricane when I was a kid was Hurricane Gloria. And that one slammed right into New England, like, full force. And that caused a ton of damage. Um, and I lived in Florida for at least one big one. The other three didn't hit exactly where I was. But, hmm. like, hurricanes, they're no joke, but but they also can, you know, it, it, depending on how it goes, like you can you can make it through the hurricane with some people get no damage. Some right. people get totally burst, flooded out. Like, right yeah. on the other side
0: of the block, you know.
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Well, I think that's we're talking about. Um, hurricanes. Yeah. And, and message, social, nice segue. social media messaging during this.
1: Not to trivialize the hurricanes and the tragedies, but
0: well, we've talked about this in the past. Yeah. Being aware and if needed, if you're running an account, a brand account, pause that stuff, man, save, save that one blog post for another day. Um, just don't tweet, don't post. Um, and then, and then we had an, and again, we don't really call out, but it was, you have two examples. One was pretty exceptional. Um, the right way to do it. And one was, uh, I would, I'll just, I'll just say self-serving when I saw it. I couldn't believe it. I don't understand the motives, uh, or the intentions. So I won't. You were also
1: on. not the only one that posted. I, I saw it in the, independently. You posted it and that was, a, you, you sent it to me and that was the first right. time I saw it. But then I saw it Two other people independently so posted
0: on like right. Facebook. So I'm actually not even going to dig into the motives or well, the motive
1: is money? It's sales. I, that's the motive. There's, but I will
0: say once some once and you'll just dig into it. But once, <laughs> once you get enough negative, take it down. So, without further ado, describe the atrocity. Well,
1: and I'll and I'll acknowledge my, our good friend Heather Dobson, who who was absolutely right when she said that the person that, that did this, part of it is because he lives for kind of controversy and he loves it. And all that type of stuff, um, even when it's you know no, the whole no, PR is bad PR, mm-hmm. right? I don't even know if I mean he's not going to get any PR from this because it's only us talking about it. It's not he's not enough of a of a major player. I don't think for it to be recognized. But basically, um, Grant Cardone, who many of you who listen probably know who he is, um, he on his Facebook page pinned the post today. It might have been actually from like a, another a day, two days ago or something, but it's pinned on the top of his page. Um, about Hurricane Irma, it's a little video, and he's like, he's in the office, and he's got an umbrella, and he's kind of like making fun of the whole idea of of the hurricanes coming, and so we're gonna do a hurricane sale. Uh, you
0: know, ninety you ninety know, percent off,
1: ninety percent off, like whatever. I think it's for some event or conference and or I something didn't that he's see, doing. But-
0: uh, it would, if it was the actual eye of the storm for this storm, um,
1: it's 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 in poor taste. It's an entirely poor taste. Even the wording, the copy on the the status update says, you know, wipe me out. Come yeah, on, do buy it. All, wipe me buy out. all my
0: stuff before I'm wiped out by Irma. Yeah,
1: yeah, like totally insensitive. And, and you can say there would be a PC or you know, bleeding heart, whatever. It's it's just in terms of specifically in terms of a business and a brand, is it in line with his brand?
0: Apparently it
1: is. Yeah. Apparently it is. Um, and all his, his audience, that's hardcore, like sales boys and, and girls like they love that stuff, I guess.
0: But we've talked about tone. Like you may have a two weeks worth of content scheduled and mm -hmm. you don't know what's coming up. So all of a sudden, um, and you we need to be aware of that, and
1: well, and this is this is he's specifically trying to capitalize all, on yeah. on this this particular storm. Like he, they created this in the spur of the moment.
0: It was like Oreos dunk in the dark. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so he's selling something, and he's using a tragedy and a and a natural disaster and okay, a situation to- that a lot of people are having a, are going to have a tough time in to like. Brand himself.
0: So I take it he's in Florida, Miami. I, it doesn't, you know what? I didn't even think
1: about that, but it doesn't even matter.
0: I, I was thinking about that because he, he was asking people to clean out his warehouses. Logistically, he's running out of time for shipping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, right.
0: right? Dents don't do that.
1: Right. Um, and the, and the, the, the opposite example, which happened today too, was um, JetBlue with all the with all the airlines, and and this is absolutely true, all the airlines gouging, trying to gouge people, f- and um, you know flights out of Florida coming in at sixteen hundred bucks, you know, for a flight from Florida to you and know, who, and who New knows? York.
0: I, I'm all about giving the benefit of the doubt, but also they have the they can correct that quickly. It could be like supply and demand, and the computer systems. I know that. Uh, Southwest, their systems price that mm-hmm. not humans, mm-hmm. but then again, you could fix that real quick. And in fact, you've known free good long time, <laughs> but- and and they
1: some of them I did see like they I saw some tweets about that they were they were fixing. There were a ton of screenshots that showed the online system with the pricing, um, like crazy, right? Stupid, stupid pricing. Um, I was I was actually just trying to. Oh, it's in that Twitter moment about JetBlue. So, um, so JetBlue capped their pricing at ninety nine dollars out of Florida, and so they're,
0: so they're covering gas basically.
1: I mean, they capped it. You know, it's it's like not only is it is it inexpensive, but they capped it at that. So, some of the other ones like United at one eleven p.m. Uh, today. Someone's screenshotted $7,000 plane ticket economy.
0: Yeah. Multiple, multiple. Because the fact is that the actual transit does not cost that, but what they're doing, I get, I get the economics behind without a hurricane, <laughs> without a hurricane.
1: And it's funny. Cause so Delta, there's one from Delta that, Someone screenshotted and it's it's got the little warning sign about price change. It says price change, ticket price changed from five forty-seven fifty to thirty-two fifty-eight. Because price change is often, we recommend booking now to lock in this price. So that happened with Delta, and then Delta also. I was like giving them a shout out because they they um, whether it was worth the risk or not, I have no idea. And I don't know if you saw this, but they they got in between the storm um, in Puerto Rico. Oh there, wow! There was a flight. It not only in back out. <laughs> it's it, Delta flight beats Hurricane Irma is the the Twitter moment. It's oh. like it, it came in and this one dude that's like super into airlines and, and air travel tracks flights for a hobby or something. And he was tweeting out updates and, and he's showing on the radar, like where the plane is as like, they're going to have to, Oh, they landed, you know, it's, and it's like documenting through the tweets hmm. they landed. And then he's like, Oh, they're going to have a, only going to have a 25 minute turnaround to unboard the plane and then board it again and then get out. And they did it in between right the arm of the storm and, and the rest of it.
0: And all those Delta employees, they're, Gas yeah. loading and stuff to stay there. Oh, everybody!
1: Um. Every, the booking agents, like um, everybody, like it had to be a team effort. It was huge. It, that was you look, know
0: some pilot. He's like, "We're going." <laughs>
1: yeah, look, it was. It's great. They got in and out, and they made it back safe. What if they didn't? Like, I, I was thinking that after I kind of shouted a mile, gave him props, whatever. I'm like, well, wait a second. What if? <laughs> what if that plane didn't make it? Like mm-hmm. that, they would have been the stupidest thing ever. Right. So
0: it's like hunker down and uh, that's all you can do when you're on the islands.
1: Like, did they really have to, they really had to get that flight from New York to Puerto Rico in and then out again in 25 minutes. Like they had to land the plane, get the people off and then load another flight and then leave and get back to New York. Like that.
0: Who was on that plane?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Puerto Rico. I don't know. It's
0: yeah, that's, that's what I was
1: thinking too. I, I don't know. I don't know if, to me, if there's someone, if you have to ask that question, then it would be even more reason why they wouldn't be risking it, right? Yeah. So, anyway, that that was a uh, kind of a tangent, but let's go to the uh, stuff.
0: We uh, one another one that's being talked about in our world a lot is LinkedIn. Um, I've always liked LinkedIn for a long time. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm an outlier. Oh
1: my god. Yeah, this is hilarious, but go ahead because something just happened on my computer. Go ahead. I'll update you. I'll as update you what just happened.
0: As long as it didn't crash.
1: It didn't crash. Uh, it's it's hilarious though. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people in our place, in our in our space, um, you know, li- LinkedIn dropped like live videos and everybody's like, oh, go do content on LinkedIn. brah." And I'm like, I don't even know if it's live video, by oh, the way. Oh, true.
1: I, uh, I we were looking at it tonight it was the first time I opened it I don't I think it's just native video I don't think it's live but I haven't tried oh, it so I don't know
0: Posts and it's on your profile like
1: like you open up you click the button it opens to your, your new camera or or video you click yeah. video and it opens up like a snapchat looking screen but it doesn't say anything about like you're going live or anything like that
0: I mean it makes sense if you're producing content to serve that demographic because there is some content but I know you know in some groups people are just going nuts like oh you can you can get all these views well the question is all oh, I always ask is why uh, was it serve is it reach your business goals or uh, a lot of people are doing personal branding not to knock any of that uh, if that's your thing um, but I mean people typically use LinkedIn for one of two or three things. Typically, typically not a network that you're in every single day or multiple times a day, unless you're trying to find a job.
1: (laughs) But then everybody's posting about the video and and how much engagement and reach and all this stuff that they're getting on the video. Well, well, I'm sure LinkedIn is doing that on purpose because they want people to use the video.
0: Because we discovered another little um, posting flaw. Like if you... (laughs) Do a, it's, do, a, <laughs> yeah. do a line, a space, a line, a space, a line, a space. Apparently, it will get served to a bunch of people.
1: And I just sent you one that's probably the worst one I've seen. Look, they they do, those types of posts work, apparently, especially if you, if you have a big enough network. Um, and I And I think mine, the one I did, worked because just the way that the line spacing happened where the second line of what I had written was like, oh, what is this about? You couldn't really yeah. tell. It sounded almost like a little, like it made you curious. And I didn't even really do that on purpose in that yeah. way.
0: And I, and I'll just say, like, a lot of the ones I'm seeing aren't worth clicking. See more. <laughs>
1: nope.
0: <laughs> so it's like at what at what point? And again, this is one of the, the cautions. Like, don't necessarily do this just because you're not looking for analytics. Clicks or vanity. You're not looking for vanity views just for vanity views. You have an operational goal you're looking to achieve something if your content as Vincent always says, if it's good content um, meets that operational goal then yeah so you're you're gonna share a little bit about a different story uh, oh and, no and,
1: not uh, well the LinkedIn whole LinkedIn ads, oh the ad network,
0: yeah. Well, I think yeah, it's they, like they're, they're golden hour. So they're like, oh, these, these people and our influencers are talking about us. Let's go, 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 go. Well,
1: they're finally jumping out. Like Facebook has had ad network, an ad network that you could advertise. Your 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 ads would show into for three years mm-hmm. now. I think it was 2014. Um, like LinkedIn had to be bought by Microsoft <laughs> for for them to realize they needed it and then in uh, the in the article that we were reading about it they were saying how it's going to go on sites like msn.com and outlook.com yeah those huge oh msn.com might still get get a bunch of traffic is outlook are people going to outlook.com it, it gets traffic i'm sure but like has that have you, i can't
0: i mean i've had success with the, old, old, the original version of sure. I forget, LinkedIn ads, but I'm like doing um, super targeting to a very specific group. And a lot of it, I mean, a lot of people use LinkedIn for, for lead generation. A lot of people use it. I, I, I still, I think it's who I follow. I still find some of the best content on there. It has changed a little bit. It's not as good as it used to be maybe two years ago. But as far as like the thought leadership, the... Meet medium-esque style.
1: Are you getting those though? Because the more I think about it, I'm just trying to remember like a a publisher
0: post. Yeah. when I saved, oh yeah, yeah. it's not, no,
1: you're not seeing those. So I'm not
0: seeing publisher. What I am getting is, um, I actually just bookmarked two of them. I want to read them later. So I had that ability. You're getting people sharing articles. I don't exactly know where it comes. (laughs) I don't know where it comes back up, but I was able to, um, so I'm really weird about this if I click like or click engage in it anyway, it in, there's no problem with this. It amplifies that, um, post in my network mm-hmm. the, and you can't, the problem is I just posted a post and I want that post to go to my network. I don't want the post that I liked to go to my network right now. So I'm holding off on some stuff like that. But in here somewhere, um, I, yeah, I don't even know. I favorited some posts to read later and I have no idea. Uh, Oh, here it is. It's in my profile. So saved items. I've saved 13 articles.
1: And where are you looking on the app or on desktop?
0: Okay. So one of them is actually, I'm on the app. So one of them is how to manage your absolute best employees. That is from learning.linkedin.com. A friend shared that. And uh, four, four powerful ways your company will benefit from a distributed team. And that was publisher. It was shared by the CEO of Upwork, so that actually was a publisher post. So I actually, I didn't, I didn't think these were. I thought I was just getting. Well, let me let me actually copy the link and see if it goes out anywhere. Nope, that's publisher. I, uh, uh,
1: here's here's my problem with LinkedIn.
0: Give me. I'm
1: I get on LinkedIn often on the desktop. I actually keep LinkedIn keep a tab open for LinkedIn among my many tabs in Chrome. Okay. And I, I'm i in there right now on the desktop. I could probably say the same thing about the mobile app. Wait. If I want to read posts in their content section, which is LinkedIn Publisher, mm-hmm. where do I go? Oh. Uh, How do. Well, nice. they, didn't there used to be. Like a link to publisher directly somewhere. I'm so on the desktop I'm in like there's this little grid thing for work tabs. You click on it and it says visit more LinkedIn products. Here's what's there. Learning, post a job, advertise, groups, pro finder, salary, slideshare, lookup. I think if I click on learning. Hmm. Um no, that's not what that is.
0: I see what you're saying. It's product it's it's a lack of product polish a little bit. But
1: how do I even, does it exist? Publisher? Like, like aside from, okay, I can go on. Can I know how to publish, go on. Is, I can publish an article. I know how to it do goes that. To
0: your network. If any in the, in your network, like that post, it goes to their network.
1: Yeah. But where do I even go? Like, where is the publisher section of LinkedIn yeah. that I can go and read? You're going like, to
0: take that link and share it across Twitter and you know, just if, discovery. If yeah.
1: Where so. can I go to discover content? I, it used to be here. I remember. I remember <laughs> it. I remember going in and being like, "There was. It, it was like, um, like a uh, oh, man. I can't. I can't remember like what the comparison. I it know to, what you're talking about. There it was, was like
0: the blocks. The blocks. Of oh, I have those blocks on the, the app. Content. Hold on a second. What's what's in the but, blocks? Where's the blocks at?
1: That's what I mean. Like, how do you even?
0: Nope. In my blocks, I have uh, it. Almost looks like apps. It's job search, LinkedIn Learning slide share.
1: I'm on the app. There's nothing there that that directs me, gets me to the LinkedIn publishers section to see who's posted what in publisher.
0: So this is fun. I use the app a lot. I use the app more on the web for specific reasons on um, web. You have limitations to add people. You do get a lot of pop-ups to add their email. So say you met somebody at a conference. Um, I got a lot of cards from podcast movement. They, didn't have their email addresses on for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went ahead mean, maybe they wanted to, they're on Facebook or something. So I went ahead and typed in their name in the mobile app, click add. It does not prompt you for an email address. Uh, the caution of that is there is a queue of requests and if there's so many requests and you get enough people that said, I do not know Adam, they send you a nice strongly worded email and says, you're blocked for a while.
1: Here's the point of all this. (laughs) The point of all this, um, and in the meantime, Adam, I'd like you to go on the app and show me how you would manage a business page uh, on the uh, app. app. Uh, Take your time. I I won't hold my breath because it doesn't (laughs) exist. Um, (laughs) You're
0: you're 100% right. (laughs)
1: LinkedIn, the B2B social media channel, does not allow you to manage a brand or business page, a company page that you've set up, that you admin. You can't manage it in the no mobile app. app. Yeah. No, there's no separate app. And, and so,
0: that shows you the importance of that because it's kind of like most LinkedIn pages, admit it or not, it's set it and forget it.
1: Oh, sure. Look, well, but why is that? Is it chicken and the egg? Like, is it, if if there was more attention given to the business pages, like, like why, why wouldn't, it's actually kind of surprised me Mm -hmm. that that's the case because they keep trying to copy Facebook and Facebook is all about the business pages for businesses. They want businesses specifically to use the business pages and then run ads from, from there or to there. So I don't know why LinkedIn
0: for startups and small businesses. It's a huge missed opportunity. So say you have a, you launch a new feature. You put this content on your page, couple that with LinkedIn ads, you actually can reach, Employees of Mashable and TechCrunch, mm-hmm. so you can be your own PR, and if it's compelling enough, you don't want them to write about it if they don't believe in you. If it's not compelling, but if it's compelling enough, you're like, oh, so and so is doing this. Um, you can target those specific people. I mean, there it has a lot of potential.
1: I would uh, also uh, throw in that, like a page. Like if I if I type in Microsoft on LinkedIn and I go to their page guess what they have almost 4 million followers <laughs> on their LinkedIn page guess guess who can not manage that page from the mobile app that's a good point anyone at Microsoft <laughs> that's a good point so like that that's one example the publisher thing I'm just realizing that now like what the content discovery. What? So when I publish an article in, in publisher, it, it only goes out to my network, and then if I want to, if it, it's not going to get discovered in the publisher section mm-hmm. that used to exist, um, I I don't know. Because so again, this goes back to this. I don't know. There was, and it's not our buddy Brian. It's not. And it's not Brian that He's not the one I'm even talking about here, because he, he Brian. I love you, but I don't agree with you on this. Um, that LinkedIn, that, that LinkedIn glad, is so like. I'm glad I've
0: been out of it for a week, and I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs>
1: um, he put up a post about LinkedIn, like th- something about he's he gets more uh, leads oh, or something off LinkedIn than Facebook first. and YouTube combined. And it's yeah. like cool. Hey, look, whatever works for you, that's cool. But then all the comments started coming in. Oh my god, I love LinkedIn. Blah blah blah. I do it for this. Blah blah blah. Um, and then we saw someone else. Some other folks that it have a vested Trump, interest
0: in freelance. So I mean that,
1: well, look, I, I, I get that you have connections. I definitely have prospered in one way or another from connections on LinkedIn, whether it was a job or, um, or influencer marketing campaigns, finding people like there's all different uses for it. But this whole thing that's going on right now with, Oh, the, the video, this is, a game changer and if the UI and UX on the app since they've redone it is amazing. And I haven't noticed uh, that actually. They're so innovative and like they've, they've done zero.
0: You're Debbie Danner today.
1: Zero. I'm just trying to keep it real, Um, bruh. I haven't noticed anything. It's not innovative. It's not innovative at all. The video is not innovative. The video is, is a year too late at best.
0: I understand the excitement around this because if, I don't. Okay, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> You're in your field and you want to get in early and you want to rack up those views, but that's totally contingent on them prioritizing that in the future and not devaluing this feature in the future because if they have a product manager, it's like, nope, this is better. We're going to put um, all the, uh, what is it, Linda or Lydia, the training videos they acquire. Linda. Yeah, we're going to Linda at the top.
1: They bought, we, yeah.
0: we feel professional videos are better than Vincent giving his share of information for free. Um, so it, I get it. Like you want to be early on Twitter and Meerkat and Paris. They're trying to replicate um, the friends that I had that were in the top 100 of Meerkat. There's several that broke out into pretty lucrative careers. It's because they were early. It's because they put the time in. So it's just a method of rinse and repeat, but you're, you're betting, you're wagering that you can't put all your eggs in one basket that you think that just because you got hundreds of thousands of views that they're not going to disable all that <laughs> feature. These apps do it all the time. They did kill some of our favorite features. Well, can uh, we, let's,
1: can we talk about the, the video for a second? Because again, it's not live video. It's not live video that, that I know of that I've seen. Uh, you know I, I could be wrong on that but it honestly doesn't matter it's not live video I'm just testing it right now right it's not so it's not live video even if it was honestly it it might make a slight difference but having that capability to to upload the video from your phone as you' you know you you just took it and now it's now it's on your LinkedIn post okay who's doing that what is the content what is what are they doing on it why they're gonna reach?
0: It's they're gonna fair. reach
1: what their business network for the purpose of showing them video of.
0: But you want that content to match. <sighs> you know, you want it to make sense. Like um, again, uh, let's let's get real, real. <laughs> I mean, I've been using LinkedIn uh, pretty extensively over the last week and a half. Very right. specifically, I'm looking for my next. Uh, I'm on available to be hired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for my next gig, so where do I go? Um, one of the places I went to, uh, I went Facebook Messenger, I went to Twitter DMs, good friends, good connections. I went to text your networks to let, to let people know that hey, I'm on I'm on the market for my next gig. Um, you wrote a very nice uh, recommendation for me, and I shared it. it. Why did I share that? It was I thought it was odd to like announce it in a certain way, so it was very nice. To share a really nice recommendation from you and say, "Hey guys, I'm available. Reach out
1: now." And it wasn't it was specified because it wasn't a recommendation on your page,
0: like the specific you wrote recommendations. It was That's a true.
1: post recommending.
0: And we talked about this extolling your virtues.
1: Ooh,
0: hey! I'll give you the twenty dollars later.
1: Meet my friend Adam.
0: It's literally it was meet my friend Adam. You wrote such a like. It wasn't clickbait, but almost. <laughs> I wasn't trying. I was just no, I yeah, yeah. Um, Well, what we were saying was, I had gotten a couple of um, the, the recommendations under the last roll from from pre- previous coworkers, and, but they're hidden. And we were like, "Man, if you could turn that into a post, because your post got seen by almost two thousand people, I got contacted within two hours." Um, I don't know. If it served it differently, but you basically did what the hidden feature at the bottom of the page did, but you essentially yeah same. But you can serve it because that's product polish It was missing. So if this is a network to find people jobs, which is one, uh, leads and professional a professional business network, um, a lot of that is about improvement. They don't buy uh, Linda and uh, vi- training videos unless it was about improvement uh, wherever you're going next. So I, I had. Positive experience about uh, with some of that because um, very specific though tied to. So if you guys are looking for a social media growth digital strategist, meet my friend myself. (laughs) Go to my LinkedIn page. Yeah, and that's the other thing is we want to make sure your LinkedIn page is fully updated, um, because a lot of these websites allow you to pull it in to build your resume. That's what I've noticed. Uh, but again, I'm using it for a very specific use case. Um, I let me see one second. I have been using. Uh, I don't think it's Messenger. What? What? How do you send messages? In, on. In? Oh, it's Messenger. Oh, messaging.
1: Oh, well, messaging. Whatever. It's like a. It's like a Facebook Messenger. Oh, that was one of the other things that some of the advocates for LinkedIn are thrilled about. Is the new messaging.
0: So I have noticed more people are using that. I have been using it and not just congrats on your new job.
1: Well, it pops up in your, like in front of your
0: face. Right. <laughs> you every can't time avoid it. You have to click add, out of it. Every time someone adds you, you add someone as well. Um, I set up some of the meetings through that. I set up mm-hmm. some of the meetings through me- Facebook Messenger. Um,
1: well, here's the example. Remember when we first started this, this part of the segment, um, I said something funny just happened. Go for it. All right. So, Right when we started talking about LinkedIn, by the way, it's, it's just past midnight here, um, Arizona time. And when, when I said that, it was like, what, 1140 or something. LinkedIn message, in <laughs> messenger from this person. I'm not going to say this person's name.
0: Someone's a plate hustling, copying and pasting a message to you.
1: Hey, no, it's not even copy and pasting. It's, it's, it's an ad or something bought. oh because it's, it's, it's a person. It's a person that I've, I want to say I've recently connected with. I think I I try not to, I try to be a little picky with connecting. If I Mm -hmm. really don't know them or they, it looks like a fake account again on LinkedIn too. They exist. Um, I, I won't take it, but this person looked, we had mutual friends and all that. So, Hey Vincent, I want to tell you about an awesome LinkedIn that I thought you might be interested in joining. I'm reading this word for word, by the way wanted to tell you about an awesome LinkedIn that I thought I think you might be interested in joining. I think the word that's missing is group. It's called High Ticket Client Attraction Insider Circle, and it's by far one of the most active groups on LinkedIn. As you know, 97% of LinkedIn groups are dead, and all they are are a place that, oh yes, two R's in a row, all they are are a place that people come to post links and pitch their stuff. However, this group is a lot different. It's a place where the members gather and actually have real conversations about what it takes to attract clients and grow a successful business. If any of this sounds interesting to you, you should come check out this group. Here's the link. Link, not even a thank you, ma'am. Right. Uh, But I mean... I don't know what this is. I don't know if it's like an ad that you can you run in messenger.
0: Don't want to really click on it. No, you can run ads in messenger. You can on LinkedIn. On uh, LinkedIn. If you, yeah. If you pay for on LinkedIn, if you pay for a premium account, um, then you get access to do that. Like a recruiter account. Uh, oh, and there's a lead generation account. And then for the standard users, a pro account, which a pro account is great. It gives you all the stats about who looked at your account. Um, it gives you a lot more visibility because everything else is like hidden. Um, yeah pretty expensive though. No, that, that doesn't, um, that's awful. That's why that, that kind of stuff is why like Twitter DMS were, became useless for years. Yeah. That that kind of stuff is like, if you like your biggest thing is saying all these groups are useless, 97%. Well, but not mine, but not mine.
1: I'm, I'm running an ad to get you into this group where I'm going to, I'm certainly not going to pitch you anything.
0: Man. (laughs) Well that's the show <laughs> I got the snap map track the storm uh don't put up uh tacky posts promoting your stuff around themed around uh, tragedies and uh yeah thanks Vincent
1: that's it that's uh, yeah it we're, we went off on some rants today I don't know and if...
0: well there was a lot of stuff that happened this week all all in a row and a lot of good lessons to be learned so yeah thanks for listening guys we'll catch you next week if there's anything you guys want us to cover in depth or specifically uh we want to bring we want to get back to bringing some guests on we did that a couple times and i think that's really fun um you can certainly tweet us and recommend some guests
1: mm-hmm.
0: at adam or at vincent orleck or at hashtags pod we appreciate you guys have a great week
1: later